Yassis, and welcome to the Greece Travel Secrets podcast. Your host is the founder of the Greece Travel Secrets website, Sandy Pappas, and she's joined by a variety of guests covering all sorts of topics about visiting Greece and making the most of your Greek odyssey. Okay, so big welcome all the way over from Greece. Today we're joined by Terry, Terry Drukakis, who is um, our partner with our tours and our transfers based out of Athens. Big, um, well, should I say Yasu, um, Terry, or no, it would be right now, what is it, morning over there? So it's Kalimera. Correct. Kalimera from Athens, snowing Athens for the second time this year. I heard it was snowing again. And um, yeah, there's a few listeners, I think, there right now that are feeling very cold. Hopefully not going to last much longer. Uh, probably next week, the summer season begins. And with the summer season, the summer sun is coming out and temperatures go high and it's nice and hot. Is it normal for it to snow? you know in athens in march yes i mean what's normal now i don't know what's normal when i say normal <laughs> it's not ever all march but in the last 10 years it has snowed a couple of times in march snow here in athens it's just a 24-hour thing we just go play with the snow we enjoy it and there's a greek saying oh, that's nice there's a Greek saying, Martis Gdartis, which it means mm -hmm. that March always shows its teeth uh, on the weather. Ah, well, it's certainly an interesting month. It's, a, it's the month where all the good, best people are born, actually, in March. So <laughs> there you go. Terry, uh, we're going to talk today about the tour to Meteora, which you have been doing uh with us for well one season i guess if we talk about um a tourist season in in greece but it's been very successful we've had a lot of very happy customers and some great feedback um so i wanted to talk to you about that today and, uh, and tell our listeners a little bit more about that and also about you so perhaps we'll start with finding out a little bit more about about terry and and the team okay about me i was born in canada raised here in greece i loved greece too much i can't live without it i love the culture the people the sun and its history very heavy history i can say the most heaviest history in the world our company i'm one of the owners and leading drivers about the team it's named cat taxi very easy to remember a cat and taxi the initials stand for City Athens Tour Taxi. That's how we began, with a taxi company. Our vehicles are minivans, taxis, of course, and limos. Usually the brands are Mercedes-Benz, minivan, taxis, and limos. They're also Octavias. Octavias have a very big trunk, do have luxury, nothing crazy, but it's very easy to store your luggage in for transfers. That's why we work with these cars. 
on tours, the vehicles that we use are either taxi Mercedes, full extra. The only difference with the limo is that one is yellow, the other is black. But sometimes we do have to use them because we are overbooked on tours. For minivans, we use usually Mercedes-Benz, but we also have a few Peugeot on the team. About the drivers, the drivers on tours have knowledge. They're very knowledgeable and they would do that extra mile if needed. But we're drivers. The tips that we give and the information Many believe they don't need a guide. And to be honest, in most situations, they don't need a guide, a tour guide, a professional tour guide, which follows them in the site. Because I think a lot of people don't realize that guides and drivers are not necessarily the same person. Correct. In Greece and that they have different licenses, right? Is that correct? The drivers are not allowed to follow in the site. But because yeah. they do have knowledge and they give a lot of answers yeah. to the passengers, they think that he's a guide. That's the problem. That's the misunderstanding that because the driver has knowledge, they believe he's a guide. He's not a guide. He's not allowed to follow in the sights. I think where the driver really um, can be so valuable is on the journey, you know, like look over there, there's such and such, here we are gonna stop here, you know, not things outside Correct. of the of the official sites. That's where you need a good driver, a knowledgeable driver, a driver that will make sure when you stop at a site or a place or a destination to inform you the things that you're not supposed to miss. For example, when somebody goes to the Acropolis, he just goes in the Acropolis, out he comes, it is amazing. But 150 meters away from the entrance of Acropolis is Socrates prison cell, where he remained there the last months of his life. It's a, a must place for us. You have to take a picture. It's a quick stop. Why miss it? You're 100, 150 meters away. So, Terry, just for our listeners, they're probably wondering what you were just talking about, but that's the what we would say the tomb or the prison of Socrates, the famous philosopher. But we're not pronouncing we're not pronouncing it properly. You are. Correct. <laughs> Everybody's pronouncing it properly okay well that's um thank you for for all of that info and especially on the fleet and and i think it's really important for people to understand the difference between the drivers and the guides um i know there's been a lot of confusion i've heard people say uh, guides weren't allowed into meteora for example but i would say what they had seen was a driver and not an actual licensed guide we're going to talk more about Meteora, but what are some of the other services that you provide? Uh, we also have the tour, the new tour, of course, around uh, the highlights of the Northern Peloponnese, which um, I think is probably the best one out there. I've been to most of those sites. There's one I haven't been to. 
and they were all mind-blowing. So I, that's a tour that to me should be booked out every day. But other than that, what, what else do you have on offer, Terry? The services our company gives is half-day tours, day tours, multi-day tours, transfers. Those are our main services. We do them with the best way possible. What do I mean by that? Let's begin with the transfers. On the transfers, when we have all the details needed, the drivers there are waiting for you. If you have made a booking, the driver will be there, even if your flight is delayed, with no extra charge. He will help you out if there's a problem. For example, if your luggage didn't arrive, the driver won't just leave. He will wait for you. He will help you out with the information needed, and he will take you with safety to your residence or your hotel, wherever you're going to be staying. And he will help you out with information, general information. You will also have our phone, which is a WhatsApp and yeah. an iPhone, which you can easily text a message or call and we will help you out in the best possible way about the half day tours there's plenty of them you could find it in our site day tours to different destinations local and out of athens multi-day tours as the one that we've been doing from last year it was supposed to get started earlier but because of COVID, we delayed it our site just for the record so travelers will know that our site our official site the prices have gone up they have gone up because of all the situations going on fuel is rising and that makes everything go more expensive yeah uh after speaking with you and our partners we decided that your links your products the ones that were partners will remain in those prices for all the season. Hopefully, we won't have to rise the prices. The main thing I want to tell the travelers is that our site is more expensive than your links, even though we're the same company. Oh, okay, great. Plus, on your, on your page, your links, they get a 10% discount on the prices. The code GTS that everybody knows and uses, they can also use it on our site. If they type GTS, they will get a 10% discount. Yeah, look, I didn't even know that. So thank, thanks, thanks for passing that on. Just for the listeners, um, if you head to my site, greasetravelsecrets.com, up in the uh, top menu, there's a section under planning. And under planning, there's a section called tours. And if you click on that, it takes you to our tour page where you'll find a section called uh, private overnight tours from Athens, day trips from Athens and private drivers in Athens. And they all include Terry's products. In fact, if you click on private drivers in Athens, it takes you to another page, a dedicated page that tells you more about um, Terry and his products and his fleet and so on and so forth. 
or as he said, you can head to his page, Cat Taxi, but it's probably best for, for the purpose of just reporting for us, for you to stick with Greece Travel Secrets so that we can keep track of those codes and for you to get the appropriate discounts as well. Uh, so, Terry, um, let's talk about the, the overnight tour to Meteora. Before we dive into the itinerary, I just want to say a little bit about why we have an overnight tour and not a day trip. I know there are people out there that go to Meteora for the day. I think they're quite mad. Um, it can be done. It's a very long drive and a very long train trip. Um, you know, really, if you're spending about eight hours or more in a car or a train. And <clears throat> the thing to me, having been to Meteora, as amazing as it is, one of the biggest highlights is seeing it at sunset. And you can't do that if you're doing it as a day trip. So that's why we've put together this overnight tour. And uh, as a result of my own visits there, we found some amazing other things to do nearby or on the way. And we've included them in this itinerary. And we believe, I think you would agree with me, that this is probably the most interesting uh, overnight tour to Meteora that is available. Yes, it is. And there's many reasons. One of the basic reasons is our tours are unique. Why are they unique? Because the only standard thing is your pickup time and your return, which you arrange as a traveler. From there on, we have the basic route from Athens to Meteora. It is a long ride. That's why we have several stops. Stops that the passengers, the travelers want because they found something interesting or something that we believe is, is interesting. One of those stops is Thermopolis. It's where the great battle of Leonidas and the 300 happened. We visit the hot springs. Many customers, when they see the hot springs, they just want to jump in. We don't leave them in the just. We tell them to jump in and they have a swim a quick swim and that's the basically the thing that makes our tours different we are very flexible we don't have to stop somewhere if we don't want to but if we want to stop somewhere extra just to get a picture we stop if we have to begin an hour earlier or an hour later we do that we are very flexible if you wish to return what time you have to return many passengers flying out it's possible we arrange the timing we arrange everything in what exactly the traveler wants and needs the only thing we will never rush a traveler with the time you have 10 minutes to see this five clicks out we go he always takes his time. The only time that a driver, any of our drivers, will rush you is if you have a plane to catch. No other reason to rush you. Now, my favorite spot on this tour is the sunset, as you said. On a day tour, you don't get to see the sunset. You don't get to have a pleasant walk at 
one of the most romantic spots under the rocks with the monasteries. Those two things is what makes the multi-day tour to Meteora amazing. We have also added two bridges, two spots that you can have a pleasant walk, relax, chill out, see the peaceful sights where the bridges are. We also get to see Feopetra, the big cave at Calabaca, but for this year, the cave will be closed, but the museum has opened. So you get a bit of a taste there. It, it's where they found a skeleton of the, old, the oldest skeleton in the world in that cave. It just blows my mind, actually. The history is just extraordinary. Um, Terry, you talked about the uh, waterfalls and the bridges, the bridges and the waterfalls, they're outside uh, Tricala. And I know that they've, well, one's easy, to, one's easy to find, one is very hard to find. So if people are out there and they think they can just do this tour on their own, good luck to them. <laughs> I don't think they will ever find that um, the Pileo Bridge. We had to, we got lost, horribly lost. Google Maps sent us off up a dirt road to the back of a church. We ended up getting help from a shepherd. Um, luckily, John speaks Greek, but uh, yeah, and there was no one there. That's what I love about those sites even even more is that there's nobody there. It's incredible. You, you just cannot believe that there's these extraordinary sites to see and there's no, not just no tour buses, but no people at all. Tour buses can't go there because of the size the big tour buses. Now we go there. The reason we find them easy is because we know them. GPS in that area does not work. They get GPSs get confused. That's why you miss them. You have to know where they are and they have fixed them now with benches, which you can actually sit down, chill out, relax and enjoy it. You'll see the new reviews from the passengers that are going this year. I'd love to get back there myself, actually, but honestly, I can't fit any more into our next trip. It's it's already crazy. Terry, let's talk a little bit about the town. So people need to book their own accommodation, of course, on this tour. You can stay in either Kalambaka or Kastraki. I prefer Kastraki. Now, I know we've got a lot of happy uh, readers in the Facebook group that love Kalambaka. They had a perfectly nice time there. To me, it's a little bit like, um, you know, it's those those white six-storey concrete apartment blocks everywhere, you know, like you see in Athens and, and Thessaloniki. Whereas Kastraki is such a small, quaint, tiny little village. They are joined up. I mean, you basically walk through Kastraki to get to Kalambaka. I also like the fact that where we st we stayed at the Hotel Dupani, which um, I, I thought was great, very traditional, nothing particularly fancy, but the views from the balcony rooms are, are, are extraordinary. I mean, Meteora is right there in front of you. You can reach out and touch it. But also, if you're inclined, you can actually walk up to a couple of the monasteries right from the hotel, or well, two of them at least. I guess you could do all of them if you were very active. 
But I like that. I like the fact that you could walk down the laneways at night time, walk down to dinner to the little tavernas, and it was so quiet. You just hear chickens roosting or goats, and there's no traffic and there's no – it just doesn't have that sort of town. It's got a village vibe, and I don't know. I loved it there. What do you think? Should I stay at Calabaca or should I stay at Castraghi? If you want the original thing, you go to the small traditional village, which, which mm -hmm. is exactly under the monasteries. You're spending mm -hmm. the night. Enjoy the yep. walk. Yep. Enjoy the views. Why see it from very, very far away when you can do that? On our tour, usually after the sunset, when we arrive, finally arrive at Meteora, we check in the hotels. Then we go up to see the sunset. After that sunset, if the travelers are staying in Calabaca, we drop them off at the village center and they enjoy the tavernas, they enjoy the traditional food, where a local will go, not touristic for the tourist. For the Greek tourist, yes, but very original. And then we give them directions on how to return to their hotel. And we pick them up the next morning and we begin the tour of the monasteries. Okay. Where there, we have a professional guide, licensed professional tour guide, which follows them into monasteries and tell, informs them about everything. On the day, they visit two monasteries with a professional tour guide. After that, usually there's another four monasteries which are available that day for them to see because the monasteries, every day of one or two of them are closed. They get to see as many as they want. If they have time and they can manage it, our driver doesn't have a problem. As I said earlier, we don't have a timetable. You have the timetable. You tell us when we have to be back. Over on, on the website, I have a complete guide to Meteor. It's very extensive and, and quite long, um, but it does go into all the detail about every single monastery and the opening hours and the history, etc. As you say, they're not all open on the same day. And personally, I think if you see two or three, that's probably enough inside. You want to see all of them from the outside and the other lookouts and, and, and places that you can stop along the, that road as well. But I don't really know if you have to see all of them on the inside. They're all kind of similar. I personally like the ones that are run by the nuns because they've got beautiful gardens. But as, as you say, maybe different on the day for whoever's visiting with you at that time. Most travelers get to see two monasteries with the guide and then they just add another two and the rest of them we just drive through them stop take pictures of them and then we leave that's the usual but a few travelers want to visit them all no one will tell them no we can't unless they have a plane to catch yeah fair enough i mean it is worth men mentioning about mobility some of those monasteries do have a lot of steps to climb um, and others are not so difficult. St. Stephen's, I think the one at the end is pretty easy. You just almost walk straight in off the car park, maybe two or three steps. So it's better for people yes. that have less, less mobility. Okay. Um, well, Terry, we've talked about Meteora. I, we, we could probably talk about it all night, but I, as I said, I have a complete guide on it and really, um, 
I think people should just need to book the tour. They need to book the tour and go and see it for themselves. It is an incredible place, probably, in my opinion, in the top three places to see in Greece. And yet a lot of people still have not really heard of it. So I'm really thrilled. I don't know about you, but I'm really enjoying the fact that we're helping people discover that part of Greece. And I think it's got, like the Peloponnese, um, a hell of a lot to offer in terms of value as well. I agree. What about the rest of Greece, Terry? What What's your favorite part of, what's your favorite part of Greece? I'm from Crete. My roots are from Crete. The Cretan people love their land. Right. But one of my favorite spots is the Peloponnese. Very similar to an island, very heavy history. I enjoy the tours of Peloponnese because it has a lot of things to show. We have a lot of stops, uh, hidden spots, not famous spots. For example, you can find bridges to walk, which are 3,300 years old. No one speaks about them. Mm. You have to do a research to find them. Wow. Underwater cities, which are 25 to 5,000 years old and you just swim on them. For, for, for free, I yes. might add. It doesn't even cost anything. Exactly. Uh, you find places that you've heard about, you've read about, you've seen on movies, and don't actually know that they exist. Like if you go to ancient Corinth, you're gonna walk past the Vima, where St. Paul gave preached. Uh, you're gonna walk through paths that Many legends, many uh, people from history have been there thousands of years before you. And it's a funny feeling you get. Uh, you get to see and hear, read about the revolution of 1821 against Ottoman Empire. Uh, you walk through small villages like Nafplio, the first capital of Greece, modern Greece. My favorite town. You... You go to the ancient theater of Epidavrus, where you actually do the testing of the best acoustics in the world. One traveler stays in on the stage, drops a dime, everybody else hears it. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. You find beautiful waters, amazing sea. I think I agree with you. Honestly, so far for me, the Peloponnese, I think, absolutely delivers in spades. There's so much to see and do there. It is so affordable and it is very beautiful. It's 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 really quite extraordinary. But um, maybe maybe we best keep some of that to ourselves, Terry. We don't want to ruin it. Uh, yes, but we do show the travelers when we're there. We don't write it, we don't commercial it, but we take the travelers through all these places. A wonderful part of the world. Well, Terry, our time is pretty much up. I just want to thank you for having this chat with us. It's funny, I was um, writing today about hiking in Greece. And um, yeah, I, I know the feeling that you mean when you, you, you see the history and it's everything's so old and there's something, I'm not a religious person, but there's something spiritual. So many places in Greece, even in Athens, you just feel like there's just something prehistoric that, that has so much energy. You can't even put your finger on it, but it's it's palatable. You can feel it. So that's a whole other topic for another time. And um, I, we will do this again. 
uh, when we've got some other things to talk about in the future. But otherwise, I will see you in June. And um, thanks again for coming along and talking about Meteora today. I hope I was helpful and we probably will do it again. Waiting for you to be here in Athens and waiting for the travelers to begin their bookings. And remember to use the code GTS. A lot of effort from Thank Sandy you, for that code GTS. It's worth it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye, Terry. Bye.